Welcome to the Vitality Health Show, where we inform you about the latest advancements in alternative health care and the best health and wellness solutions to benefit your body, mind, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Stephanie Parrish. Good morning, everyone. We are so happy to have you here with us. It is a beautiful day. I am actually up in Boise, Idaho today, um, getting ready to head to a funeral again. Anyway, it's just a beautiful day. We're so happy to have everybody here with us. And I want to say good morning to my co-host, Doug Crockett. We love having Doug on here. It's been such a fun, fun, fun joint venture. Hi, Doug. It is. Hi, Stephanie. Good morning, everyone. What a great, it's a beautiful day, and I'm really looking forward to the show today. We have been highly anticipating this yes, show, haven't we? Very much. So before we do that, I want to thank our sponsors. We've got the Mindful Lab with this Christine Erickson. You can find her at mindfullab.net. She specializes working with young adults, specifically women, on mindfulness and how to help them through this journey of crazy that's going on right now. We also want to thank the Sunshine Family Hemp. You can find them at sunshinefamilyhemp.com. I know Doug and I both take this. We just got some more yesterday, and oh man, we just we can oh, tell cool. when we. I think the biggest thing with us is we can tell when we haven't taken it, right? And it's like, whoa, okay, it's time to sleep. get time <laughs> to get more sleep is a really really good thing, and we really love that. So go to sunshinefamilyhemp.com, and if you type in vitality, you will get a ten percent discount on that. So make sure that you're on there supporting them, sponsor their our sponsors, and they are absolutely wonderful people. Also. <laughs> the Young Living Oils, which is Ellie, and that is oilsbyellie.com. You can go on and get that. Again, we live with the essential oils at our house. They're absolutely wonderful. So you'll want to go on to oilsbyellie.com. And then, of course, we've got our wonderful Doug's show that is on miracles when heaven touches earth. Doug, take just two seconds and tell us about that. Absolutely. Uh, it's called Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth. It's on Facebook. It's on YouTube, etc. It's on all the social medias. Uh, I've got about 50 videos out there now. They're all personal and uh, they're wonderful uh, of people's experiences that when what I like to say is that whenever heaven gets involved, meaning uh, you see that something happens and you recognize it, that that's a miracle whenever heaven touches earth. So and my good friend, my cousin here, JR, has been on that program as well. So uh, we'll talk about that also today. That is so great. We really want you guys to be paying attention to those because one of the reasons we kind of changed the format up on this show and are talking about the hope, healing, and miracles, as most right. of you know that have been listening to me from day one, it's been hope and healing. Mm -hmm. And as I brought Doug on, we realized that everything has miracles in it and everybody needs to learn how to look for those miracles. Yep. And our guest today, J.R. Johansson, is going to tell us about some really amazing things that happen. We just, we love hearing these miracle stories that are coming out of things that we just don't even realize that they are and what these miracles are that, and they can be tiny, that turn into big, or they can be great, yep. big, massive miracles that we're going, whoa, what just happened there? So exactly. Doug, would you please introduce our guest for us today? Absolutely. Happy to do that. This is J.R. Johansson. He's one of my favorite people, my favorite cousin, and I'm glad that we're related. But more importantly here, J.R. is an accomplished artist and over the last six years has 134 paintings uh, to his name. He's a very spiritual person and primarily his paintings have been 
centered on portraits of people who have passed away while they're on their mission serving the Lord. He has had many wonderful uh, and heartwarming experiences in creating these portraits. I've appreciated a chance to sit down with him before and talk about some of those experiences, which you can also see on the on my miracles when uh, when heaven touches earth a channel. Um, but I want to just say he's also one of the kindest and uh, and finest individuals you'll ever want to meet. Um, we're grateful to have him on this program and to share his experiences with us. And so I'll just say it's our privilege. And Jr., welcome, welcome to the program. Thank you. Nice to be here. This is going to be great. It's going to be outstanding. <laughs> so, Jr., I've been reading all of your notes. Man, you've done a lot of stuff. And first of all, I want to tell you thank you for serving our country. I think Absolutely. that is so I, I kind of always got teary-eyed when I was reading that again this morning, just because I'm so very grateful for you for serving. And thank you so very much. And I'm sure you could, yeah. we could do a whole story on that. <laughs> oh, we can. We can. I'm, We've I'm done, I've done certain. one of his shows or one of his experiences on my videos about that powerful experience with family and his experience when he was, uh, when he was at war in Vietnam. So uh, thank you, JR. So JR, let's go ahead and get You're started. Welcome. And I would like you to tell us a little bit about your life, your story. And we're gonna to touch probably a little bit on, on the military's service, but we wanna know what's brought you to the point where you are right now. Well, I, um, <clears throat> I think I was born with a little bit of art talent. I don't consider myself a real, real artist right now even, but um, early on, actually, when I was about nine years old, um, my dad, I guess, could see some of my artistic talents in drawing cows and horses and sheep and even people. And um, we had a, we had a, a thoroughbred dairy herd Holsteins and frequently and we hope I can use this on this program we had uh, <laughs> a, a man come and uh, service the cows so that we got the right calves and uh, he would frequently not frequently but once in a while he would get the cows mixed up and have the wrong cow bread and so my dad said to me will you will you draw a picture of each one of our 17 cows, right side <laughs> and left side, with all the spots so that he will not get them mixed up. And so I did that and he, he paid me 50 cents a piece for each drawing. And so that was, I guess that's when I first became a professional artist. I was gonna say that's you were great. professional then. Big money. <laughs> And uh, anyway, I, I just, I would draw, I would sketch, I would, you know, I'd do my best to really embarrass my teachers in school by trying to draw their faces <laughs> and showing them to all the students in the class. And the teacher would wonder why all the students were laughing. And then I think <laughs> got kicked out of class one time because oh. I was disrupting the class. It just, it was just something that kind of evolved. Um, I, when I 
when I entered uh, college, university, I started at BYU University, BYU, and mm-hmm. um, and I did, I. I had intended to be a doctor, actually. Uh, that was my goal at the time. And um, I, so I took some pre, I took, took the required courses, but I also took some art classes because I knew that I liked art. And I thought, well, that would be a fun course, course to take sometime during the week. And, um, and then I got drafted. Uh, okay. Vietnam came and um, I went there. Um, I I was in military intelligence, but I was assigned to a ground unit, and so I got to see and experience shooting, being shot at, um, and uh, tough stuff. That is. I might get kind of emotional. Oh, we appreciate that. Share what you're feeling. That's okay. Yep. I, uh, when I came back, I was in kind of rough shape. Doug and I have another cousin, Sterling, who came Mm -hmm. back in tough shape. Yep. And he, he has experienced that all of his life since. And, and I think we all do, but, um, I had a therapist who, suggested that I do something I enjoyed doing. And I told him I liked art, but I wanted to be a doctor. And he said, well, do what you want to do. And uh, no, I went back to university and took some more art classes and um, ultimately graduated with a bachelor's degree in commercial art and advertising. And uh, I kind of forgot the doctor thing, but I, <laughs> I had taken a lot of, uh, art courses that had to do with anatomy. Um, and so I kind of felt myself somewhat qualified to be a doctor. Right? <laughs> so anyway, um, about, about 10 years ago, um, uh, after I had retired from my work, I, I was, a I worked as a, um, supervisor of human resource management and uh, specifically in the area of development. Um, I was a, I was a contract officer for the government and providing um, training for in-house employees. One of those being the internal revenue service. Uh, I was assigned to develop their training materials using their resources to do that. Anyway, I retired from from that um, and thought, well, we need to go on some missions. Um, my the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has many missionaries out. A lot of them are older couples, and so, mm-hmm. and I'd always wanted to do that. I had met my wife early on on my first mission to Denmark. And, um, and then we, when that we was when you were 1920. So I, I had thought, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She, um, she got my attention on the mission. So I, I had to do something when I got home. And so I called her up and said, would you consider 
going out with this old boy. And of course she <laughs> made the mistake and said yes. And um, so we got, we got married and um, anyway, when, as I got older and after I retired, I thought, well, maybe I could enjoy serving missions again as an older couple. So we went, we got called to Nigeria three times. Wow. Uh, we also served in wow. mission. Anyway, after I retired, now let's get back to my retirement. I wanted to paint after, after <laughs> retirement, after uh, yeah. missions. And so I thought, well, I don't know how to do art really well. So I'm just going to offer to do something for someone and, and see if they like it. If they don't, they can throw it away. So I, my sister told me about a little girl down in Lyman, Utah who had died a year or two earlier. And um, so I painted her portrait and uh, gave it to the family. And uh, they liked it. They framed it and they hung it on the wall. And I thought, okay, well that worked. So let's do another one. So <laughs> ultimately I did, I think I did about 15 uh, children who had either passed away or who had terminal illness and um, wow. and then and your tender heart is perfect for that kind of a, of a painting because you're that kind of a person yeah. which which I can understand well, I, and probably why I, you did so well in human resources because you're good talking to people so I can see why you did you did really well with this kind of a painting of, of people the uh, children or whatever uh, but they're personal well I yeah I I don't know about that, Doug, but um, that's okay. I do. Anyway. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and humility too. <laughs> right. right, he is. Um, do you want me to go on? Yeah, please. Or do you have questions? We're okay. I, we I did a missionary. Well, the one question I have, the one question I had, Jar, is: Did you ever do any painting or art? in the span of when you were in the military, when you served all your missions, when you worked, did or did that not actually happen until after, besides the cute ones of your teachers that you got in trouble for <laughs> and the cows, did you do any others while you were in there or did it mostly happen after you retired? Well, most of it after I retired, but that's a good question because um, in the military, I didn't have time. That was, that was, my time was totally taken up with what I was doing for the military. Yeah. Um, but on our missions to Nigeria, I did, I did do some sketching, some painting. Um, I've got two paintings in my studio, um, hanging on the wall in my little gallery that are from Nigeria. Um, so I did a little, yeah. I kind of kept it up a little bit. Because I, I love doing it, and so every minute I could that I had, I would try to spend it economically by painting. That's awesome. Did you find it was therapeutic for you as well? Yes, and the therapist told me that. He said, "Do whatever you enjoy doing," and, and um, I found that especially painting portraits of people who had passed away. That was, that's beyond uh, my ability to even explain. Mm -hmm. But um, 
Well, hopefully you'll be able to explain some of those miracles that happened with that. Yeah. Some of the stories like you told me, those are, those are incredible. Well, my, uh, one of the miracles actually doesn't have to, has nothing to do with that particular painting, but, um, I was, I was, there were a couple of paper articles that came out, uh, and uh, ultimately I was invited to uh, participate in the in the annual Christmas art exhibit at the Joseph Smith Memorial Building. And in that first show, I had eight or ten of the children's portraits, and I had one missionary that my sister had. Uh, given me the lead on so i painted his portrait had it hanging there at that exhibit and during that three or four day exhibit uh one of the there was a lady who came through who um had lost her niece as a missionary and she asked me if i would paint her niece and i told her i would that i wouldn't charge um so i that was the second painting i did and and then just it's little by little, you know, the word got around that I was doing portraits of missionaries. And uh, that was where it kind of began. Uh, and so, I, as I understand, so like, and those who have passed away too, someone in the family or someone gives you a picture of this individual, tells you a little bit about them, and then, and then you just paint their picture. And then in the process of doing these paintings of these people, and uh, yeah, I remember one was even my daughter too, who at the time uh, had a terminal illness and she has since passed away. But in some of the pictures that you got of other people, they had already passed away and they said, this is my family member or, or sometimes they even passed away while they were on their missions, but then they would have you kind of paint their picture as well. And those were some really moving experiences as you painted those pictures also. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Well, let me, let me tell you, um, let me tell you one experience I had. Um, I have a tendency to kind of ramble, so shut me up if you can. <laughs> That's all right. I was, uh, this was about two years, maybe three years ago. I was painting a portrait of a young missionary who had died from, he was from Nevada. And um, it's it's funny. Well, I'll, I'll tell you the funny part last um i was finishing the portrait and uh, i was just painting his badge on his portrait and um i when i paint i always well i always pray before i begin a painting sure for help and then i always listen to wholesome music and quite often it's christmas music I may play Christmas music eight months out of the year. <laughs> and, uh, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that sounds great. Something similar to that. Well, I was painting um, his badge, listening to uh, David Archuleta. And he it was a yeah. Christmas CD. And uh, the fourth song on that CD was uh, Silent Night. You know, and music is always just in the background. I don't concentrate on it. It just seems to be a mellowing 
tone that sets the tune for me to paint. And um, mm-hmm. so I'm painting the badge and listening to Silent Night. And when the tune, when that song ended, I suddenly realized that David Archuleta had some accompanying harmony. Mm-hmm. And I thought, no, I've heard this CD before, and there was no harmony. So I cl- quickly replayed it, and there was no harmony. Mm. Mm. Love and, it. Uh, I called, I quickly either called or sent a text to his mom, and I said, Can you tell me if, um, forgot his name right now david archuleta if he yeah well he was a singer but the oh, that's portrait right. i was painting oh okay. lamping yes Elder you're Lamping. not calling david archuleta's uh, mom right yeah you're right uh, go ahead i'm sorry anyway i said does does your son do anything with music i was just curious because i'd had some other experiences where I had seen something or heard something or felt something and felt impressed to call the parent to see if, there, if that had anything to do with the missionary. Anyway, to finish this one, she said, yes, he sang in the school a cappella choir and he sang in the ward choir and he sang harmony as a backup for a soloist. Well, I thought, I thought, what is, what's the chances that I would have known that without hearing that and then calling his parents? And um, anyway, to finish the the funny part of the story, um, the day that I started painting, started sketching and painting the portrait. Um, I was listening to another CD from a group called Voicemail. And I happened to be listening to a song called Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. And I knew my wife did not like that. Yeah, Yeah, my (laughs) wife did not like that song. Yeah, Probably a lot of women don't. But anyway, (laughs) I, I heard someone approaching the door. I thought, uh oh, Deanna's coming in. That's my wife. <laughs> You're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, I'm in trouble now. She didn't open the door. She didn't knock. So I stood off my chair, put my colors down, and walked to the door. And I opened the door, and there was nobody there. Mm. I thought, well, she, she got back in the house before I can get here. So I later asked her. I said, "Did you come out today?" And and then turn around, and go back. She says, "No." <laughs> <laughs> his mom I said his mom said well what song were you listening to and I said I was listening to grandma got ran over by a reindeer and she says oh that was his favorite Christmas song (laughs) 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 I told Deanna that Elder Lamping came to the door but turned around and went back Uh, (laughs) anyway I love that. I, That's a great I, story. I love how you say, though, and I agree with you, that you have music playing as you go through the processes of your paintings. I think music is a huge part 
of anything spiritual because it creates the, the setting and the spirit of the situation. In fact, when I do the videos that I do with people about their experiences and I put them together, I do a similar kind of a process. I have a prayer in my heart, say a prayer, say, what story do you want me to tell? How are we going to proceed with this, with this story? And as it comes together with music being played, miracles occur in the process. And there's many times where I'll get emotional about something that somebody says in their story, like when I've done yours with uh, your brother and the other uh, uh, portraits that you've done. And maybe we'll talk about that after the break. But that becomes an experience that's very personal. I, I, I feel a strong spirit. I feel a strong uh, oh, witness, if you will, that what we're doing is a good thing. And so I can totally uh, resonate with you on the whole idea of while you're doing what you're doing, listening to music, allowing spirits from the other side to talk with us, tell us thank you, make us feel better, all those kinds of things. That resonates with me, and I can understand that in your process as well. Yeah, well, it's that's the way it happens. Um, and I, I've had so much, so much. I, do you have time for another story real quick? We have about two minutes. So if you want to lead into it, uh, then we can take a break and come back and gather it up. I'll tell you about a story after the break okay. about an elder who had passed away who also helped me learn how to paint portraits. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I guess on this show, I love what you're doing, JR, and the fact that you're telling people to listen, to be aware, and to, to not be afraid, to not be, you know, throw it off. Like, okay, that was a sound I heard somebody coming, but it really wasn't. You know, but you know that that's not true. You know that it, you had that experience. And I think for our for our listeners, we want them to know that miracles are happening every single day. They're always there. Right. We just need to be listening and paying attention and recognizing those. So how would you tell our our listeners to recognize those? Because I'm sure it's not just been with your paintings. It's been with everything in your in your life. Well, I, I, I'm such a believer in prayer. Mm -hmm. I believe that um, God is there. He was there for me when I was in Vietnam. Um, and some may say, well, he's not, he wasn't there for Mike or Dave or Richard or whoever that died, but I believe in prayer. I, I think it, whether we live or die, the prayers we offer here are going to benefit us in the life after this life. I, I that's just a, believe that's a perfect. I'm going to I'm going to catch you off, Jr. Sorry, hold on to that because we've got to go to this break, and that's yeah. a perfect place to go from here. And whoever you're praying to, you know, the people call it different names, you know, whoever it is, but make sure it's sincere. So with that being said, we're going to take our break and we want everybody out there listening. He's got lots and lots and lots of stories that are going to be coming up and he's yep. going to show us some of his paintings for those of you that are watching it on the video end of it. So we'll be back with you in just a few minutes. Just stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. 
Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Hi, this is Ellie Meadows with Young Living Essential Oils. I invite you to skip the stress of the holidays this year and let Young Living take care of all of your gift-giving needs, from soothing bath bombs to delicious seasonal oil blends. Looking to make some extra money for the holidays? I'm currently accepting new team members who will have the exclusive opportunity to grow their business under the leadership of Jack Canfield, one of the top success coaches in America. For more information, find me on Facebook or Instagram under Oils with Ellie. That's E-L-L-I-E. Or email me, oilswithellie at gmail.com. Isn't it interesting how we can be physically disconnected from others and yet be personally affected by the change and confusion of the world around us? We want moments of clarity and peace, and we need to feel connected to others in positive ways. A mindfulness practice can help decrease stress, increase feelings of well-being, and help us be more connected to those around us. To find out how mindfulness can do all this, go to mindfullab.net. You'll find tools and resources to start your mindfulness journey today at mindfullab.net. If you're looking for the highest quality CBD products on the market, visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com. Sunshine Family Hemp is a family-owned business located in the mountains of northern Utah. Our full-spectrum oral and topical products contain no artificial ingredients and are third-party tested by a DEA-certified lab. Online ordering is easy, and we ship nationwide. Sunshine Family Hemp has been in business since 2019 and is legally certified at both the state and federal level. Visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com today. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, please email contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome back, friends. We are having just an amazing conversation with J.R. Johansson, who is an artist that has been working for about the last six years, I believe, on painting paintings of people that have passed away. And before we get too far into this, one of my very favorite paintings that I've seen is the one that Doug has hanging in his house yep. that happens to be of his daughter yes. who passed away. And I believe Jared did this painting a few years before she passed away. Right, Doug? That's right. Yeah, it's it probably about, about five years before she passed away. That's correct. And could you hold that up for the I people do. that can see it? Because Absolutely. it is it's it's one of my favorites. And I think the reason, JR, is because the the look that you captured in her face. And it's almost like 
when she's able to cross over the veil and she just has this joy and happiness and it's just so beautiful this painting that you did of her and it's one of my favorites i love it here i'm gonna so. paint some things here thank you here's the painting for those that can see it yeah it's good doug you can put it down it's good. It. we got paper. it doug okay so that's so beautiful. So that's Doug's beautiful daughter a few years before she passed away that JR did. And yes. for those of you that can't see, I'm sorry, you can go onto the Facebook page on My Vitality Health Show and you can see what we're showing you. But for those of you listening, he just has this way of bringing this beautiful spiritual yes. realm to these paintings that he does. Everything that he does is just incredible. And it's funny, I was telling my sister I was having you on and she remembers going to one of your art galleries or one of your showings and she's like I know his work it was pretty cool so <laughs> like yep it's pretty awesome so Jared we're going to turn it back over to you we were talking about the missionaries and the different experiences that you've had with music with hearing people with the feelings that you've had the really the miracles that go behind every one of your paintings that you do yeah. So could you tell us a little bit more and perhaps you could hold up that first one that you have of that adorable little child and maybe tell us the story behind that one. Okay. Okay. First of all, can I just show you that this is the portrait of Elder Lamping. This is a book that I published uh, in 2020. This is Elder Lamping and oh. on the side here on the other opposite page is the input from his parents will you show us the front anyway, of that yeah. book jr so if somebody would like to go in and get that book they can see what well, book that is it's these angels among us oh that is is that on amazon or where can they get that book no it, i sell it myself um okay there i i'm gonna have to do a second run because i'm nearly out of them but um <laughs> I, I, I donated, um, this is the first 100 portraits that I painted. And um, I, when I published it, I gave each family a copy of the book. Oh. Um, and that's, that's where most of them went. But I do sell them to private individuals as well. Okay, okay. so okay. just before but, we move on with that, though, you've got to tell them how they can get hold of you if they would like to have a copy of that book. Well, what's the best they way? Can call my my phone number is 385-244-7027. 385-244-7027. Do you have an yes. email or anything that they can contact you yes. on if they can't get uh, hold of you? Okay, email is uh, jrjohansonart at yahoo.com and that's johansson jr johansson art yes it's an en on the end of johansson many okay. people get the e that's and the on mixed up yep different countries right that's what i keep being told yep. different countries <laughs> yep. Yep. okay jr johansson en art at yahoo.com and you can get his book. Let him know because he's got to probably order some more because he's bad out. So yeah. it's phenomenal, phenomenal tribute to these people that are in your book. That's first hundred, did you say? Your first hundred that are in there, right? Yes. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I will. Beautiful. I'll probably do another book uh, later this year if I can. If I stay healthy. You okay. will. 
You will. You've got work to do. We're praying for you. Okay, let's go ahead and go on with your other paintings that you have there and what you're doing, because I think that's just fabulous. It is. It is. Okay, well, now, um, most of my paintings are done in color, but you can see this one is is a a monochrome, a single color, uh, because the photo they gave me, he, he died in 1954, I think. Wow. I may be wrong on the dates. Uh, but the, this is uh, Elder Turner. And uh, so in 54, they probably only had a black and white photo. That's all they sent me was a black and white photo. So right. that's that one. Uh, yeah. um, and of course, there's a, let me got another one here. It's also a single color. This is um, this is Elder Madsen. You know, I've done so many, I forget names sometimes. But and he uh, looks like you. So for yeah. those of you that are out there in in the radio land, he is holding up some paintings that he has done that are mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful. And these, when he's talking monochrome, they're the black and white or the grayscale. Are they charcoal? Is that what you've done them with, or what have you done them with? Oh. They're painted with pastel. Okay. Um, with okay. Chalk. With chalk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're incredibly yeah. beautiful. That would make sense, though, for the pictures back in the 50s, right? All they were was black and white. So that's kind of what you had to go with. Yeah. So yeah. makes sense. Makes sense. I've, I've done a colored one, and I've done a black and white photo in color, but okay. that takes a lot of real deep thinking, and I, my brain's not good enough to do that very often, so... Well, they're colorizing all the old movies, you know. That's true. That's right. That's right. Okay, so you had another picture of a beautiful young child there that you were holding up. Can you tell us the story behind this beautiful child? That that face is incredible. uh, This is is a little Anthony Garcia. He's uh, obviously not a missionary. Right. But uh, sometimes... Sometimes I just feel compassion for people, and uh, he was from uh, Guatemala. He uh, was a student at a school there, and he died. I'm not really sure if I know why, how he died, but he died, and his mother was just absolutely devastated. And um, he would... He would always run to school. He loved going to school, and he would run with his his little sister or his bigger sister. I'm not sure which. And uh, he would always win the race because he just loved going to school, and he he loved being there. He loved the other kids, and they loved him. And anyway, when he died, it also left a hole in the school. So it was the school principal that called me and asked if I would by any chance, be willing to do a portrait of little Anthony. So I did, I did it. And uh, this will be sent to Guatemala in about a week and a half from now. It'll be hand carried by the principal himself to the family. So I'm anxious. Were you in Guatemala? When you, when did you paint this one? How long ago did you paint this one? I just finished this one, maybe, um, maybe a month ago. Wow. wow. Okay. 
for those of you that can't see it it is just the most angelic look on this cute little boy with his dimples and you can see why he left such an impact on his family and on the school and everybody this little boy has just he i'm gonna start crying he's serving a mission now he wasn't serving a mission then but he is now and you just see it wow you sure captured that that joy and that love in his little face absolutely Beautiful. That was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I go ahead, Jr. Yes. No, from the waterworks. I, I I just feel, I you know, I, I'll probably run myself to death trying to uh, keep up <laughs> with requests, but true, uh, especially when they find out they're free. I just uh, yesterday finished a portrait of a another young man from uh, he had been on a mission for the church and had returned home and uh, had a tragic accident about a year after he got home and his mother was also devastated I don't have that photo with me but um, anyway I took it down yesterday to be framed and um, mm. she is she is beyond excited to have that portrait in her house and I'm going to just insert this right now because it's important. Um, I have uh, a good friend of mine here in Huntsville, Utah, where I live, whose grandson flies for Delta Airlines. And uh, recording stopped. Oh, we're okay. So the recording has stopped. Is it? Uh, okay. That's okay. Well, just go ahead and keep telling your story. Something okay. happened techni- technically, but that's all right. Keep okay. going. That's great. Uh, anyway, so uh, this friend of mine, yeah, uh, he actually takes portraits all over the world for me. Okay. He hops on Delta Airline because he gets free miles, and he sometimes he'll take his wife and go on vacation for a couple of days while they're delivering yeah. a portrait to Australia or Italy or Samoa or a numerous countries in South America where he has been. Yes. Right. And um, so that, that I think I, I, it, it has worked for me to be able to paint portraits from of missionaries from all over the world because yeah, he has the ability to take them actually to the family. He meets them at the airport and um really they see it for the first time and it gets that's a great a great blessing great resource that he would kind of do that for you it helps you gather more info well gather more content as you move forward with it but i i love that about what you're doing because it's personal and that's kind of like on the miracles program that i do like when you and i sat down and talked together the point of it all is is that it's something personal it's something that means something to you to me to somebody else and we kind of we grab that that perspective of the individual and you do it in beautiful artwork um and then and then i do it on the videos for the for the miracle station but i appreciate that you have a friend that will help with that process and i'm sure they love uh doing it and i'm i'm, I'm guessing they probably try and grab a good picture as well so it gives you an artistic license to, to make it look good and to see the expression on their face when they're happy or sad and uh, and that's okay too so th- that helps to give you the content ideas of where you want to go with things good i uh i remember 
maybe we can talk about a couple of them that uh, that you shared on my miracles program as well that I really enjoy. But maybe we can talk about uh, Alyssa, that little girl okay. that passed away when you did that portrait for her parents. Go ahead. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Alyssa, she came from uh, basically the same hometown that I was born and raised in. And uh, <clears throat> she died when she was about, well, she was about two years, maybe three years old. I can't remember for sure. But um, anyway, the parents, she was actually the first one I painted of, a really? ch of children who passed away. Okay. And um, anyway, they, um, they sent me a photo. The photo was of her when she was about 18 months old, as I recall. Recording in and, progress. Uh, Recording stopped. Go ahead, Recording Jared. in yeah. progress. As I was painting her face, um, I, I just had this amazing experience. Mm -hmm. um, but when I got through, I wasn't sure I was finished. And I kept the portrait here at the house for probably about a week. And then um, I told my wife, I said, I've, I've got to take it down and get it framed. Seemed like there's something that's not quite finished yet, but I need to take it down and get it framed. And um, it was about three o'clock in the morning. Uh, I was sound asleep and I had this dream. And in this dream, Alyssa came to me I, I was painting her portrait in my dream. I was painting her portrait. And uh, I was aware that she was standing on my right shoulder. And I, I turned to her and she says, you need to change my eye color. And I, of course, looked at her eyes and her eyes were the sky blue color. It was just blue, beautiful blue color. Well. The portrait I had painted, finished a week earlier, just had dark gray eyes because the photo was taken in the bright sun mm -hmm. and it was just, the eyes were dark. There was no right. color in the eye. Yeah. And so I said to her, I said, well, I'll quickly change it. And I quickly changed it. So her eyes were blue and she said, that's good. And my dream ended just like that. I woke up and uh, anyway, when my when when my wife finally got up, we we walk every morning as we usually uh, if we can, and um, I told her I said, well, we had a, that particular day we had a busy 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 day. Oh, and I had already taken the portrait down to the framer. Yeah. So it was mm. some days after that that I had this dream. Yeah. And um, anyway, I told Deanna, I said, I've got to go down to the framers today and change the color on her eyes because her eyes are blue. She said, how do you know that? I said, well, I had a dream. Aren't you going to check with her mom and dad? And I said, no, we don't have time. We had our grandson going, getting married that day in the temple. And we also had a mission reunion from Nigeria that day. <laughs> Lots and going on. Cool. I didn't have time to be stopping at the framers. Yeah. But yeah. we stopped anyway. It took me maybe two minutes to change her eye color. 
And then that night when I got back from all of our activities of the day, I sent an email to her mother and I said, by the way, I changed her eye color to blue. Uh, I kind of told her what had happened. And uh, anyway, the next then I went to bed. Next morning I get up and I have an email from her mom. She says, oh, I can't believe we didn't notice that. <laughs> her eyes were blue and she could speak enough, she could talk enough to say to people, blue eye, blue eye. <laughs> and uh, so I, I. <laughs> That's beautiful. That was an answer to a, that was an answer to prayer um, because it, it needed to be. And her mom said she would be very disappointed if, if we hung it on her wall and, and her eyes were not blue. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I could go on many stories like that, but um, I'll let I you guide that. me. Oh, I'm happy to. I, I love that story. That's just one of the favorite yeah. moments that I've enjoyed. And uh, I've, I've shared that well on my station, but with other people that I've talked to, I said, there's a beautiful story about this little girl, Alyssa. And uh, I appreciate uh, your being spiritual such to be able to receive that message so you can make the change and, and have it be the way it needs to be. Well, I don't know. I don't really have, I don't really have the answer as to why I have this blessing, but, um, mm -hmm. it truly is a blessing. It is. You know, I was, uh, I was telling about this elder Macaulay who, um, Oh, am I going to be able to find that? Anyway, he, can I tell, can I finish that story? Sure. Yes. Please he taught do. me how to paint. Absolutely. Oh yeah. He taught you how to paint. Uh, you did talk absolutely. about that before the break. Yep. Let's pick it up from there. That's great. Yeah, he, he, uh, uh, I'll try, I'll keep looking. Oh, here it is. Found it. Okay. This is, uh, this is Elder Macaulay. I don't know if you can see that. He's uh, holding yeah. that up out there for us. Very handsome missionary. Yes. 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 Now he was about the tenth portrait I painted. Uh, typically, it was taking me eight to ten hours to paint a portrait, uh, which is more like four four days. I don't work full days on portraits. I my health doesn't allow that, but I usually spend a couple hours in the morning. So to do an eight-hour portrait or a ten-hour portrait, that's that's four days. Right. Well, I I started his portrait, and uh, as I say, I pray before I start, and um, I start like at nine thirty in the morning, and by one o'clock, before one o'clock in the afternoon, it was finished. And it had gone really fast, and I learned a couple of things while I was painting the portrait that I hadn't techniques I hadn't used before, and um, I, I thought, "Wow, that's amazing!" Now I know how to now I know how to shorten the time on painting portraits. And it was a few days wow. later. I was talking to his mother. Um, he had, well, actually, he had died, and I had his portrait ready for the funeral no way really wow. 
like five days after his death, they held the funeral and his portrait was at, was on display at the funeral. So it needed to be done quickly. And um, so I talked to his mom and I said, I'm just amazed at how fast I was able to paint his portrait. And she said, well, you know, he, maybe he helped you because he had a scholarship in, in art. Love it. Wow. He was going to BYU to learn art. And I thought, you know, um, there, there's, there is a, yes, we all have things to do after we've passed away. Yeah. He was probably given, he was probably given a few minutes of time to come down and kind of look over my shoulder and whisper in my ear, uh, these techniques that cut the time in half. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so that's, that's. That's what I believe about Elder Macaulay. I I heard that, that. sorry, Doug, but I heard that portraits are one of the hardest things to paint. And for you to get one done in hours, let alone months, is pretty remarkable. And those of you that can't see them, they are beautiful, beautiful. The detail is amazing. I've heard that portraits are very, very difficult to paint and get it right. Yeah. And really, the ones we're looking at that you've held up look like you're looking at a picture. Yeah. So how beautiful well, is I that? Try hard. I like I try that hard story. To have it. Go ahead, Jr. Sorry. I try hard to have it look like uh, the, the, the individual. One thing I found out that families um, they do like it to look like them. Right. And, uh, so that's that's a particular point I must make yes um well we are we are out of time dang it I I know you've got hundreds more stories to tell and we'd love to hear them but we want our listeners to know they can if they would like the book these angels among us it is beautiful they're his first hundred he's got more coming so you might want to wait for the other one but reach out to him at jr johansson that's s-e-n art Mm -hmm at yahoo.com or he says you can even call him at 385-244-7027 so jared thank you so much for being our guest today i've been emotional and my got my boob rag here like i always (laughs) do just crying because i love the spirit that you bring and i love the tenderness that you show in your in your beautiful beautiful artwork so go online find him you guys look at him call him this that it's just so tender and and doug thank you for sharing your beautiful daughter Brittany's picture with us painting with us because that just means so much but we are out of time it is time that we have to say goodbye and thank you again jr so much for being our guest on our show and doug thank you love you as always and for all of you out there listening you have a beautiful safe happy and healthy day and we'll see you next week We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Vitality Health Show. 
Be sure to tune in next Thursday for another informative show with Stephanie Parrish and leading health and wellness experts. That's Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a wonderful, healthy week. Statements made and information provided on this program are for educational purposes only. They have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration and products discussed on this program are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Vitality Health Show is not responsible for any misunderstandings or misapplication of information presented in this show.